Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lobos Power Hour. I'm Luke, and with me, I've got Josh. Hello. Adam. Sup. And Cody. Yo, what's up? Unfortunately, no Tauber could no not Tom? join us tonight. Yeah. We lost a big man tonight. Yeah, no, yeah. no transitions tonight, guys. Yeah, Penn State killed him. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Penn State uh, didn't kill me. <laughs> Wherever you are right now, Tauber, we hope you're doing well. Do we? I, I do. I mean, we need our transition, so I hope he gets better. We do pay a lot of money for those. Yeah, man. I'm going bankrupt here. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. This podcast mm-hmm. better work out. <laughs> All right, let's just get started here. So, the NFC least. Another interesting week for them. As the Washington football team defeated the Dallas Cowboys 25-3. And uh, I have to say, I was not expecting that. I actually thought the Cowboys were going to win because I believed in my boy Andy Dalton. But, oh my gosh, the Red Rifle got killed. That hit by John Bostick, like, that was not cool. Like, what the heck was he thinking there? Thank God the Steelers don't have him anymore, because remember, he was on the Steelers in 2018. I don't want to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Washington football team, 2-5. and five. They are uh, now only half a game behind the Philadelphia Eagles for the division lead. The Eagles won in ugly fashion on Thursday night football. Uh, and, yeah, once again, the Eagles are on top of a not-so-great division. Anything you'd like to say, Josh? Okay, let me just say, the Eagles didn't beat the Giants. The Giants beat themselves. There is a difference here. Neither team deserved to win to win that game. It was it's one of the ugliest games I've ever watched, just in general. It was, it was just a, such an ugly game. To, I mean, honestly, I, I was joking when I said this a few weeks ago, but I, you honestly might see a six-win six team win this division which would be hilarious, and we'll see how that goes. Because it's probably going to be matched up with someone in the, from the NFC West in the playoffs. Adam, any thoughts? So, I think it's important to just to mention how pathetic the Dallas Cowboys are. Because, you know, all offseason, all we heard was they have the best backup quarterback in the league in Andy Dalton. He goes in there, he's playing with Nathan Peterman. Like, they didn't lose that game because he got hurt. They lost that game this weekend because... Because of how bad he played when he was playing, really. They were down 22-3 when he went out, I think. So, it really makes you think, what does Dallas do? Is it time to fire McCarthy already? Because it, it might be. I mean, they're the most pathetic team in the league outside of the Jets. Like, and then the Giants, they, they lost on Thursday. And then they went out and partied Friday during a pandemic and got caught. Like, what are they thinking? And it was their two most important players. It's like, it's the dumbest division in football by far, right? The football team still doesn't have a name, and they're, they're in second place. Their quarterback is Kyle Allen, who Ron Rivera is playing, even though Allen got him fired in Carolina. I don't understand that. He also sucks. So, really bold move there. And then you get to the Eagles, who are injured, and they suck, and they're still in first place of Trash Mountain. So. Way to go, guys. Maybe we'll go back to playoffs and get murdered by the Seahawks again. What do you think, Cody? 
Yeah, it's just really this whole division just sucks ass. I agree with Josh was saying that more than likely, I, I could very well see a six and ten team win this division. Because if you just look at every team, right? Washington sucks ass. Dallas, Philly's bared all hell, and the Giants suck ass. So anytime you look at that division, it's like who the hell is going to win more than six games? If we're being for real here. I want to also add this little anecdote here because this is a fun anecdote, right? So Thursday night football games, if you go on Twitch.tv's prime video, they stream these this shit on Twitch. Like, it's pretty fucking funny. So I had this Giants fan I know come with me in a Discord call. We were watching the end of the game. There, it was 21-10 Giants at that point. And like, yo, Giants are winning. And I knew deep down they were going to somehow blow it. And... I was going to tell that guy that, too. You know they're just going to blow this, right? I think he kind of had an idea, but then we just watched all the trash unfold in front of our eyes. The least surprising shit of the night. The Giants choking. Carson Wentz pulling Shalva's ass with literally no-name receivers and, like, Boston Scott, of all people. It's just so Giants, like, if you really think about that way. I thought I might as well share that because it to share the moment with a painful Giants fan. That was special to me. I think that's really the epitome of what the NFC least has to offer. <laughs> oh, yo, our transition game lacking. Yeah, he, Where's he wasn't Topper? ready. Where's Topper? Hey, hey, Topper? I'm here. I'm here. Wait, no, 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 no. Topper? And he's not here. I got to yeah. improvise. I'm, I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying my okay. best. I'm sorry. I'm, all right. Now that we've talked about the NFC East... I have one more thing about the NFC East, by the way. Yeah, go ahead. So, what is the football team doing with Alex Smith? That's a question, actually. But but here's here's the thing that's really confusing for me, right? So, he's active on game days, but he's not playing. And they're starting Kyle Allen, right? In what world is Kyle Allen better than Alex Smith, even if he's, you know, gun-shy after almost losing his leg on the football field, right? So you can't tell me that he's injured because if he was injured, he wouldn't be active for the games. Although it was unsafe for him to be in the game, right? Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't they just put him in? He couldn't be any worse than Kyle Allen. I mean, Uh, I would... Oh, sorry, Luke. Uh, I was just want to say, I would think that even though his leg might not be fucked up, I don't know, maybe a little anxiety still lingers with it, just generally speaking. For sure, but why would he be active on game day then? Yeah, Yeah, but what were you going to say, Luke? Sorry, Adam. I was just gonna say, I guess Riverboat Ron and Kyle Allen just have some like special connection. <laughs> like that—that's what I thought too when I first heard the news that Kyle Allen was gonna be the starting quarterback for the football team. Like, I was like, "What? Alex Smith is clearly a better quarterback. <laughs> like, he's still got some game left in him, despite you know that gruesome injury. Like, I think he's better, but well, I don't know. It's—it's it's either like you can't—you can't have him active." and not play him, right? It just doesn't make any sense because he's definitely better than Allen, but if it's unsafe for him to be in the game, that's the reason why they're not playing him. They just don't have him be active. When you have Haskins, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, It's just weird. I can't figure that out. I was wondering if you guys had any ideas. Mm -hmm. I I guess switching gears over from one one conference division to the other. Yes. Yes, we have the NFC least, but do we have an AFC least? <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie, the Buffalo Bills are looking 
not too good right now. And I'm not just saying that because Devin Singletary's on my one fantasy team and he's getting me like zero points. But um, when you barely beat the New York Jets, like that's not great. Like you got you gotta you gotta score touchdowns against the Jets. Like no touchdowns at all, six field goals. And like the fact that New York was like in the game till the very end, that's kind of concerning for me. And, uh, you know, we saw how Buffalo did against Kansas City. Granted, the weather was bad, so I can give them a pass. But, yeah, I don't know. I still think Buffalo's a good football team, but, like, they uh, they certainly looked better. They looked better earlier on than they do right now. But overall, they're still a good team. Patriots look horrible. Oh, my God. Like, I saw Cam Newton. I think he threw, what, three interceptions against the Niners? Something like that, and for the year, he's at, like, two touchdowns and seven interceptions. Like, (laughs) Carolina looks like geniuses now, you know, cutting Cam Newton and signing Teddy Bridgewater. Like, my goodness. So, um... Yo, that guy be zooming. Oh, okay. (laughs) What was that? Pardon the interruption. Uh, uh, That that was me. (laughs) Oh, how was you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Fifth Avenue, so it gets a little... Oh, okay. Uh, loud. Okay. All right. But um, anyways, going back to the Patriots, they don't look good. And then um, we don't even have to t- – I'm not going to waste my time talking about the Jets. We all know they're trash. I feel so bad for Sam Darnold. I, I feel for you, man. All right. Josh, what was your, what's your input? I mean, that's the thing now. Like, the, the Bills are this division's best hope, and even then they've looked extremely fl- flat the past few weeks. I mean – I'm not sure if it's just if it's just jo- it's just people catching up to Josh Allen or if or or it's kind of stall it's had a it overachieved the first month of the year, which I'm guessing has happened at this point. Uh, yeah, it's weird that yeah the Dolphins are in second place in the division right now. That's that's the weird part for me. The Dolphins are somehow somehow ahead of the Patriots despite having despite very clearly being in rebuilding mode. So. I, I think it's a bit too early to say Cam Newton's cooked, but he definitely looked that has looked that way over the past few weeks. And, and I, I'm not, I'm, I think it's a bit too early to call right now, but we'll see how it looks about week nine or ten. Adam. Yeah, I mean that's true. And he did have COVID, so who knows what like the the impact of that is going to be on his season. Uh, I think the the most the strangest thing about this division is the Patriots. I. I really didn't expect him to be this bad. I thought Cam was going to be incredible for them, and so far he has. And you know, he was good week one, maybe week two, but then you know, COVID hit, and we're not sure you know, if he ever gets back to that form. I, I don't know. But uh, the division is very bad. The Jets are a dumpster fire. The Dolphins are playing a rookie quarterback now for some reason, and the Bills are going to walk to the fourth seed. It seems pretty easy for them. Cody. You know, when I was looking at the uh, division standings for the AFC East, I found something interesting, and this comes with point differential, right? So all, everyone in the division has a negative point differential except for the Miami Dolphins of all teams. They have a plus 47 point differential of all things. Well, nevertheless, that at least shows that Miami, I mean, they played a couple quality games, but they're inevitably going to fall off, though. Patriots, we'll see what Belichick cooks up. Jets, we already know they're trash. But the Bills, I'm still a believer in the Bills. I know a lot of people are starting to like write off like Josh Allen and 
Kong is, you know, four weeks where he was like tearing shit up, you know, a fluke or whatever. I've seen some trash on them. Yeah, it's been a rough few weeks for him. I'll definitely admit that. But you don't like tear up the league for like a month straight and then you just don't do anything after that. Something's clearly there. It's just that I don't know what's necessarily wrong with the Bills right now. It's just that it could just simply, you know, be a funk. I think a lot of teams tend to have that, just some worse than others. I think the Bills will get out of it here shortly, but they'll definitely have to prove themselves in the next few weeks because uh, I saw a couple of their extra opponents are going to be the Seahawks and Cardinals amongst other teams. So I think that will kind of show you the team the Bills truly have by then. At that point, you know, saving grace the AFC East at this point. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, Cody. All right, now we're going to another AFC division, the AFC North. Do they have any actual contenders, Josh? I, I mean, I would I would argue yes. I'll be completely clear. Both the Steelers and Ravens ha- do have some pretty some pretty substantial flaws, and both of, both of which have, have, have held them back from being like truly amazing this year. But I I still think that with that with how the AFC AFC is shaping out this year, they both of them still have a very good chance of winning it. I mean. You look at Kansas City and the teams that are right behind them, Kansas City, Kansas City and Tennessee, and, but both of them have also looked a bit, a bit flat this time this year. So I mean, it might be a little too early to tell that, but I I think uh, whoever wins um yeah, yeah whoever wins this game between this, the um, uh, Steelers and Ravens this weekend is probably takes control of the one seed for a while. Adam, I think the Steelers are frauds. Yep. That's oh. right. That's right, guys. That's right. I don't think there's any chance they win a Super Bowl this year. I don't think they're an actual contender. Ravens, maybe. I don't know. The Browns are not. You know, I think the Chiefs are, are the only team that's like a legit contender right now. And here's one for you. I know the Steelers beat the Titans this week. I think the Titans are a more legit team than the Steelers still, even though they beat them. Because Ben Roethlisberger is going to make dumb plays in crunch time that's going to cost them games eventually. He tried to do it this week. They only they barely squeaked out a win because Goskowski missed a 45-yard field goal that where they were right down the middle. And, you know, Devin Bush not being there. I know everyone's trying to talk about this Robert Spillane guy or whatever. He's Bush. Come on. You know, he had that one hit on Derrick Henry, you know, the hit where he got hurt. Derrick Henry didn't even feel anything. That one where they only stopped Derrick Henry. He got hurt on it. And they scored like three plays later. Like, cool, man. But the big thing with the Steelers is going to be Ben. If Ben can stop making dumb errors and they can st- you know, stop playing down to their competition, I mean, they could be a contender. But right now, I, I don't see it. I think their defense is still elite. They'll keep, they'll be in, they won't get blown out of any games, but they're going to lose some important games because of, you know, errors on the offense. It's going to happen. And if you're playing Kansas City, or even Tennessee, I mean, you can't really make a lot of errors or you're probably going to lose. Baltimore, too. And from what we've seen, they make... Uh, ben throws a lot of balls in the triple coverage again, you know. <laughs> it's, I know. Yeah, Josh is shaking his head. He knows. That was and, so bad. And, you know, do they have... Outside of Ben, do they have any elite skill position players, I guess? You know, I... I don't think Juju's elite. I like him. I don't think he's an elite player. Connor's same way. And then the other receivers are all serviceable. They're all good players. None of them are elite. When you're going against teams like Kansas City, it's going to score with how they have the ball. 
Steelers are going to throw a pick in the red zone or something, you know, that's going to cost them. So defense is still elite. Great defense. Cody, what do you think? Well, I definitely got a, a lot to say about that. So first, before I talk in the Steelers, I'll get the other teams, right? Because this is the main topic. You don't even want to mention the Bengals. They just keep fucking themselves over. Browns, they're wild card contenders. You know, they'll make the playoffs, but you know, they'll only make it as far as maybe like maybe they're lucky the second round, but you know, we'll see. Ravens, I still they're still a good tender. It just depends on Lamar whether or not Lamar Jackson can keep up the same pace as last year. And this is where I really want to talk about the Steelers, because I know Adam had a lot to say about this. And, you know, I do disagree with one thing. I do think this offense, while not having the talent having a ton of talent around it is a pretty efficient offense. You've seen it in the past couple weeks against the Eagles who had a really good pass rush, even though they're battered all hell. And especially the Browns too, you know, with Miles Garrett and all that, they definitely showed they could put points on the board when they need to. And it was showing that in the first couple quarters or even few quarters of the Titans game, they were clobbering them. The offense can get your job done. And all that matters is that they get their job done because the defense will take care of the rest of the way. Now, the game against Tennessee was the first time you really saw major cracks in the offense, I think. Especially that pick in the end zone near the end of the game that really cost him. Yes, that was probably Ben's worst throw the entire year. That was like watching 2018 Ben go back at it, throw, trying to force a ball to Antonio Brown in the end zone. That's kind of what I felt there. Like, I would feel like I get why Adam's critical because of all that. Like, Ben can't make dumb mistakes like that. But this is, like, the first game I really see him, like, make those kind of mistakes. Because before then, he was, like, pretty much flawless throughout the year. Only, like, was it, like, one or two interceptions, I think, up until then? So, at this point, so I still have faith, and I still have the faith that they could be a Super Bowl contender. I think that something that's interesting about the offense is that, they, you know, in both the games, like the Eagles game and the Titans game, they've gotten out to, out to big leads. Then they just stop scoring. No, Victor, Victor notoriously gets conservative at these type of games. And, but you can't do that. <laughs> like against, I mean, even the Eagles offense had been not good at all until that game, really. And they let the Eagles right back into it. They had a chance to they had a chance to take the lead with like two minutes left or something, I, I think, with that long field goal that Elliott yeah. just missed. And they fucked up you know? in our field goal. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're definitely lucky in that matter. Yeah. But I, good teams always manage to pull out a win and the Steelers are six and oh so people can be critical of them all they want and I could be a homer and biased on one because I'm usually not this biased against them but you're if you're six and oh you gotta at least gain a little bit more respect as a contender <laughs> that's what I think I I think they've only had one win where they've looked super impressive and it was the win over the Browns where they just blew them out yeah. Every other win is yeah, even like they, they beat the Texans impressive. by like what like a touchdown Texans are they're a disaster and then the Broncos, they were on the like Jeff Driscoll played with that entire second half. I think more more than that, maybe. And the, the Giants don't count; they're not a real football team. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I think this week's going to be very telling. You know, we'll see if they're good enough to beat the Ravens. Yeah, we'll I'll definitely agree with that. Like it, this week will truly show if they're going to be an elite Super Bowl contender. I still think they are a Super Bowl contender, but. If they beat the Ravens, then I'd say they could be up on par near on their level. <laughs> like, whether it be Ravens right. or Chiefs. Right now, I think they're in the same class as the Bills, where they're 
right below like like Chiefs and you know I, I would still put the Titans up there and maybe the Ravens but if they win this week they'll be in that group but I, I don't know I don't see them making it Super Bowl or maybe even making it to a conference championship game at this point so we'll see still early yeah I I don't want to call like the Steelers you know Super Bowl contenders yet because uh like like you guys have said, you know, blowing the leads. I know for certain, like, if Big Ben threw that interception against the Ravens, Justin Tucker would nail that kick. Heck, the Ravens probably would have scored a touchdown on that drive. So I'm very curious to see how, how they do against the Ravens this week. I think, like, if they, you know, put up a good game and a convincing win over the Ravens, then I'll be like, yeah, Steelers are Super Bowl contenders. But... I don't want to call them Super Bowl contenders just quite yet. And um, honestly, same with the Ravens, because the Ravens, they haven't shown up in the playoffs the past two seasons. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I'm a little hesitant on the Steelers because um, blowing, blowing those leads is very concerning. Barely beating the Texans and Broncos, <laughs> like, I, like don't get me wrong, I'm happy the Steelers are six to zero, good for them. But yeah, I'm I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant. So, you guys got anything to say? Uh, do your transition. Yeah, we said all we gotta say. All do right, transition. <laughs> this one's really on the fly. Let's see if he hits it. All right. So now we're going back to the NFC. We're going to talk about the Panthers versus the Saints and the Raiders versus the Bucks. So, well, the Raiders are an AFC team, but we're talking mostly NFC here. All right. That was that wasn't great. Keep working on it. You'll get there. <laughs> Sorry. All yeah. right, Josh. Yeah, don't worry. We'll have Tauber teach you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Josh, your input on the games. Panthers are surprised this year. I mean, I, I think everyone was expect, expecting them to kind of just be. At best, fringe mediocrity. They've actually they they a pretty solid team this year. Which for a team that's supposed to be rebuilding, that's I guess that's a really positive sign for them. So I, I will give them that. The Saints have looked okay. Which for a team with this much offensive firepower, you think they'd be a, a, a good bit better than okay. But in fact, that Breeze can barely throw a ball more than fifty yards, and and they have had some rather suspect defensive performances. I mean, their their best game of the year was week was week one against the Bucks. So that's, there and, and speaking of the Bucks, they're starting to hit their stride, and now they, and now they have Antonio Brown, and that's terrifying. Because now that they have basically three guys who who if, I guess I know Brown's been out for over a year now, but if he's even close to where he was at, at the at, at Pittsburgh. He that is going to be scary for everybody else in the NFC if um uh, to, if the uh, Bucks are fire, firing on all cylinders like that. Adam, yeah, I I think. All four of these teams are going to be playoff contenders. I, that's not really surprising for the Saints and Bucks, obviously, but Panthers and Raiders, I think they were both considered to be a fringe playoff team maybe this year. Panthers worse than that. Raiders probably were, but Panthers look really good, man. And Teddy Bridgewater's had a great season. He's not turning the ball over. He's playing two gloves Teddy football, and you love to see it, honestly. And Derek Carr is an underrated quarterback. He always has been. He's still solid. I mean, they, they didn't. They lost by like twenty five this week, but the Bucks are. They look unstoppable right now. They just killed the Pan or the uh, Packers last week. So, I don't know, man. Uh, it's um, 
I think the NFC South is gonna come up, come down to the second Bucks Saints matchup. But I think we all kind of expected that the Falcons are nothing, and the Panthers are probably gonna be best case scenario they're the seventh seed. They they're not going to the NFC is loaded, but that's you mm-hmm. know that's what they're fighting for. And um, I think all four of these teams are uh, good, uh, Cody. Yeah, I definitely am surprised by the Panthers as well. I think you could probably chalk this up to the coaching change he did, like Matt Rule. He must be doing a hell of a coaching job if he's still managing this team pretty well. Because I did expect just mediocrity from them. And yeah, they're three and four. It's still per- mediocre, but they've been competitive every pretty much every game so far. You can't you couldn't really like count them out in any game thus far. And especially against the Saints with that kind of offense and all that. It definitely shows because I know uh your defense, you know, they were investing a lot of like draft capital in that defense, so it's good that's paying off someone. When it comes to Raiders Bucks, now I remember I was upset when when the Bucks won because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do like a hot take right here when we we're making our picks last week. Raiders are absolutely gonna win this game. I see it, and you just get kind of blown the fuck out. I'm like, well, great. <laughs> there goes my prediction right there, but that doesn't really damper any less with the Raiders. They'll probably hang around maybe nine and seven. That could be enough to get maybe the seventh seed in AFC. But the Bucks, yeah, they're definitely going to be top three at least. I think. Now with Antonio Brown being added on there, you could call me a little skeptical on that because everyone's going to assume that Brown's going to be in prime form again. But he hasn't played football or at least a lot of meaningful football in like two years now. So. It's like a wait-and-see kind of approach there, especially with the locker room atmosphere that, you know, he could be, you know, bringing down potentially. Like, it's, it's just really wait-and-see. Like, I think the Bucks are taking a massive risk on them, but they will 100% be the team to be in the NFC if it ends up working out for them. Yeah, so my take, I um, I watched NFL Red Zone on Sunday, so I got to see, like, you know, all, all the different games that happened in um, – from what I saw of, like, the Panthers and Saints, you know, it was a good football game. And, um, you know, the Panthers are 3-4, and four, but they could easily be 6-1 and one right now. Like, every game that they've played in has been a one-score game except for the Tampa Bay loss. So, um, yeah, I could definitely see, potentially see the Panthers being the seventh seed and making the playoffs. And, um I think the Saints are definitely a lock for one of the wild card teams. They look good. You know, we're talking about how Drew Brees can't really throw a football far, but, like, I mean, he doesn't really need to when he's got Alvin Kamara, you know. So <laughs> they've got a lot of talent there. And, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun football game to watch. And then Raiders and Bucks. I, I agree with you guys. Like, I think both of these teams are very good. Adam, 100% agree with you that Derek Carr is an underrated quarterback. Like, I think he deserves more respect. Like, he, he is a good quarterback. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't – but the Buccaneers look really good. These past two weeks they've been dominating their opponents. Um, Tom Brady was slinging the football, you know. Like, like he, he looked good. So, uh, I'm like Cody said, I want to wait and see with the whole Antonio Brown situation. Who knows? He might not play it down again because – of his personality. We'll see. But, um, so talking about Tom Brady. Now we're going to talk about who he beat last week, beat Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is back. Yo, excellent. It looked transition. good. 
right. I'm not sold Jay-Z, yet. Jay Z, what are you, what are your thoughts? My my, my fantasy team liked Aaron Rodgers being back because Devontae Adams got me 44 points, so I was I would completely take that. If you you look at Aaron Rodgers' season, he he really only had that that one dud, and I mean honestly, I think I think no matter how good you are as a player, you're you're bound to have at least one or two bad games over the course of the year. So yeah, so I think it's it's too. I think it's he he def he's definitely playing almost as good as he as he was in his prime earlier in the season and. Yeah, yeah, he had a couple of bad performances, but I think I still think he's playing at a very high level. And, and, I mean, we're, it remains to be seen if he can pull us off in the playoffs, but we'll, he's put the um, Packers in a pretty good position as of right now. Adam? Yeah, I agree. I think Rodgers was... I don't think the game against the Bucks really showed what his season's going to be. I think they're going to... Packers are going to be the best team in the NFC North. Or NFC... North, yeah. North, yeah, got it. I, ooh, that was tough. Uh, I think they're going to be the best team by a mile. The Bears are frauds, and the Lions are the Lions. So, you know, Rodgers is still top five quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He has been for the last, what, 15 years now. So I'm not worried about him long term. And he's, you know, he looked impressive. Then again, he was playing the Texans, and they're a legit joke of a football team. So I get that Fleet Deshaun Watson. That's really all I got to say about this. Uh, Cody? Yeah, I know you say Aaron Rodgers is back. Like, you know, he's been back. Like, I know he had that shitty game against Tampa. But, again, it's like Josh said. You know, inevitably you're going to have a down game. Some people are going to have more down than others. So, that was I was not worried about Aaron Rodgers at all after that. Because that is such an anomaly. Not only to have a couple picks like he did in one game, but one of being a pick six. Absolute anomaly for Aaron Rodgers. So, Definitely was never worried about him. And it showed against the Texans because that's a team that, as talented as you are, like Aaron Rodgers, like he would absolutely torch that fucking defense. And he did just that. So he did his job. So there's really nothing more I could say beyond that. Other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers, you know, definitely discussion with an MVP, top two, I'd say, at this point. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that's been said before. You know, like every every good quarterback has a bad game. And, like, Aaron Rodgers, without a doubt, is a top-five quarterback in the league. He looked really good. It was fun seeing him sling it to Devontae Adams. They've got a really good connection. And um, I think the Packers are definitely going to win the NFC North. Like you said, Adam, the Bears are frauds. Like, they're 5-2, and two, but they're the worst 5-2 and two football team I've ever seen in my life. Like, they've got a good defense, but that offense is absolutely atrocious. Like, so bad. And um, speaking of bad, that doesn't make any sense. I was trying no. to right No, I was going to say, speaking of the Bears, they lost to an NFC West opponent, the yeah, Los Luke's Angeles Rams. So let's talk about the NFC West. I mean, what a division, Josh. I'm, I actually might be mathematically possible for all, all, all uh, four teams to, to get into the playoffs, which would be really interesting. I, I, I mean, considering the fact that how bad the NFC East, East looks, but even even so, it's it's going to be, and, and it's going to be really interesting to see because at this point there, at this point, if you look at the walk, if you look at the playoff standings, it, it's Seahawks technically in the, technically in the lead, and, and Cardinals and Rams are tied are are tied for the um are, are basically tied for that that, that that second wild card spot. So as if the season ended right now, there would be three teams in, in the West in the playoffs, and 
I think, honestly, with how strong the divisions look and how weak the, uh, some of the rest of the, of the NFC looks right now, it, it, it's it's going to be really interesting to see how this shapes up in a couple few weeks and then come playoff time. Yeah, I uh, I think at this point we can say that the Seahawks are a lock to make the playoffs. Even though they lost last week, they're they're five and one, right? I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, and they still have Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. They'll be yeah. they'll be fine. And then you get through, you know, the Cardinals are. I'd like to see them make the playoffs. I don't know. If I still don't really 100% believe in Cliff Kingsbury yet, but uh, they have a lot of talent on that team. And same with the Rams, but they have a better coach. So it's going to be those two are going to be fighting. And then, you know, the Niners, they're, uh, what are they, four and three now? Or are they three and four? Four and three? Yeah, Niners four and three. are four and three. Four and yeah. three. You know, they, they had a bunch of injuries. They're getting healthier, I think. They did lose another running back this week, but, you know, the defense can get healthier. They can get some of those running backs back. They're going to be dangerous. I mean, they were they were in the Super Bowl less than a year ago, or yeah, less than a year ago. So we'll see. It's, it's clearly the best division of football. I wouldn't be shocked if all four of them made the playoffs. The only real contender is going to be the Saints to knock one of those teams out, or the uh, Bucks, one of those two teams, because the North is just the Packers, and there's no way the East gets more than one team. So we'll see. Cody. Yeah, it's really a shame that. Inevitably, I think just one team in this division is going to get the short end of the stick because I really do think the Saints are just going to knock one of them out. And that's where it's a real damn shame that the NFC East has to put a team in there. Like, I know everyone just keeps saying it. The NFC West should just have all four teams in, in in lieu of the NFC East division winner. But, you know, obviously they're not going to be doing anything drastic like that. But, yeah, it really is just the best division in football. Seahawks really isn't not much to be said. You know, you still got Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. So, you know, nothing more needs to be said there. The Cardinals are going to be really interesting, though, and the Rams, too, because the Rams, we knew they already had talent. It's just that they really underperformed last year, and it looks like they're starting to get it back together for this season. So it's for the Rams and also the Cardinals as well, it's a matter of keeping up with their momentum. But – I, I see like I, I can see a floor for like at least ten and six for like like both those teams. The 49ers may be so as well. Like it's gonna come down to one of those three teams, the Cardinals, Rams, the Niners, they're gonna like just fall apart just enough where they're like probably gonna miss out by like a game or two to like the Saints. That's kinda how I see it. And I would think that right now it's looking like it could be the 49ers just based on injuries alone, which which would be unfortunate because the Niners, I mean, if they were just healthy, you know, they'd be competing with the Seahawks right now. But that's just kind of how it is. But it's going to be really interesting to see down the stretch about who's going to be fighting for that uh, seventh seed in the NFC West. Yeah, I, uh, I think it'd be really cool to see like all four teams make the playoffs. Like, it's not going to happen, but, like, I wish it would, man, because, like, <laughs> this division's really good. That Seahawks-Cardinals game, like, oh, my goodness, easily the best game of the year. And um, I, I, I think Seattle's going to win the division, but um, it, it's going to be a tight race. Like, you know, the Rams aren't going away, the Cardinals aren't going away, and the 49ers are starting to become competitive again. So I'm really interested to see, like, who will take that other playoff spot because definitely one other team is going to make the playoffs in this division. So, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see what will happen. They're, they're all strong teams. And uh, I'm glad the Rams are bouncing back because I like Sean McVay. 
And uh, so, but yeah, and I and I love Aaron Donald, man. He's one of my favorite players in the league. So I'm glad the Rams are doing well. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious to see what will happen in the division. Okay, I'll take it from here because it's time for my segment, Duel of the Buffoons. Let's this go. Week we, got our, we got our defending champion Luke taking on Cody this week. Uh, Luke, since you are champion, would you like to go first or second? Um, I would like to. I'd like to go first, please. First. Oh, you're gonna okay. set the set the mm-hmm. scene. Well, I was I wasn't expecting that, honestly. Um, Luke, you are first. The question is, who is the NFL MVP through seven weeks? Your time starts now. I mean, I think we all know what I'm going to say. Let Russ cook. Russell Wilson is still my MVP in the league. He is on pace. Like, he is just shy of averaging four touchdowns per game. He's on pace to throw 59 touchdown passes this season. That is insane. I know he threw a lot of interceptions on Sunday, but like we said earlier, all good quarterbacks have a bad game. Russell Wilson is playing lights out. He's completing 71% of his passes. Like, he is playing outstanding football. Time. That was good. That was real good. Cobber would not have been able to do that. You know, I think we all know that. I don't That's want to make fun of the guy, but he, uh, he doesn't know how time works. Um, remember Josh is the judge this time? Try to impress mm-hmm. Josh. Cody, you are 30 seconds start. No. All right, so I'm going to counter your MVP pick with Aaron Rodgers, who's definitely another competitor with that. So Aaron Rodgers, he's been lights out four games so far. We're talking like four, tu- two four-touchdown games, three-touchdown games, two-touchdown games, zero picks. Only the- Tampa is that blemish at this point. I know Seattle Seattle for Russell Wilson, he's got the three-interception blemish. But just you look at the Packers all season long, they've been blowing the fuck, te- blowing the fuck out teams for the most part. Aaron Rodgers is on a fucking mission, to say the least, and he's going to win MVP. Oh, he did it under. That's impressive. That was like 28 seconds. That's, that's pretty good, Cody. You, uh, okay, Josh, what do you got? Yeah. We, round one. Oof. I mean, I mean that, that that's extremely, as extremely close. And, I mean, Luke, I, I like Russell Wilson a lot. I think, I think it's going to be very, very close, but I'm going to have to go with Aaron Rodgers this year. So, oh. Cody. Yo. Wow. wow. And he gets, Cody gets to go first on this question, too. So, Luke's in trouble, man. Luke's in trouble. Question number two, biggest NFL fraud. It can be a player, it can be a coach, it can be a team. Anything, <laughs> however you want to interpret the question, it's up to you. Cody, your 30-second start now. Absolutely the biggest NFL fraud is the Chicago Bears. We've already said before, but the five and two, sure, you know, sometimes you are what your record says, but in this case, no fucking way. You know, they got a negative point differential. Their offense looks like shit. Their defense is still fine, but just look at the teams they play, like the games they played. The Lions and Falcons, the only one that game because they're fucking choke artists. The Giants game is ugly as shit. Colts game is ugly as shit. They lost. Buccaneers is even ugly. Panthers, you know, sure, but it's whatever. Rams was also ugly. It's just, they're just ugly all around that's pretty good that's good and that was the obvious one too luke's luke's in real mm-hmm. trouble right now man that would be the shortest championship we've ever had man one week man he's he's nervous too. he's shaking over there look at him guys he's yeah, like, i'm oh, not I'm shaking lose. i'm okay I'm gonna lose my first time okay uh luke you are 30 seconds start now all right so my biggest fraud is the nf or to the nfl <laughs> the atlanta falcons my gosh they are, uh, they have so much talent. They have so much talent, 
Like they should not be one in six right now. They are not a one in six football team. Like, oh my gosh. Like you've got future Hall of Famers and Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and like, oh my god, come on. They should be five and two right now, not one and six. Okay. That was uh well that I, I, was the shortest that was the shortest title reign in history. Yeah. I'm sorry, Luke. Um in order to be classified as frauds, you have to actually be able to win some games. So, yeah, yeah. The Luke, wasn't that, wasn't that going to be your rant? Be five and two you right just, now. You just used your rant right there. Now you have to figure out a rant on the fly. I can I can figure out something else. I can yeah. Uh, I mean, you got like literally one minute. So, um, rant good about luck. The Eagles, how about that? <laughs> yeah, except they're in first place. Uh, Last question doesn't matter because Cody already won. Cody's a new champion, but let's see if we can get one just to make himself look better, I guess. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, Luke, the most who is the most promising young quarterback in the league right now? Thirty seconds start now. Actually, actually, okay, oh wait, sorry. what'd you say, Josh? I, 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 so so who, who are we defining as young? I mean, anyone that's been drafted in the last five years, we'll say. Okay. Uh, so that, we'll just. It, I'm sure they'll pick like. You know, it it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, Luke, go ahead. Your thirty second start now. All right. Um, I mean, this is like low hanging fruit, but obviously it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Like what he's done in the short amount of time that he's played, just absolutely remarkable. NFL MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. Like, oh, it, it's obvious. It's a no brainer here. And the Chiefs, you know, th- again this year are contenders. So. I, I don't really need to say anymore. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Uh, he, cut himself off, he cut himself off short there. He legit viewed himself before he finished his sentence, which was cool. Um, Cody, your 30-second start now. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Josh Allen here. Like, you already know I'm pretty high on him. First four games was a true transformation for him. Like, he was lighting shit up. And you could say about the defense, you're playing all you want. You know, you still got to, like, play against a professional defense. And he did just that. That's insane development that cannot be overlooked. His connection with Stephon Diggs is going to be pretty powerful for the time being for the Buffalo Bills. And even though he's had a few down weeks, inevitably he's going to climb back up. And we're going to start to see the most legit Buffalo quarterback since Jim Kelly time wow that was perfect very nice uh josh who are you going for I, I mean te- technically the question is most prom- promising not best and i would argue that Mahomes is already sh- is already um uh, uh, has already uh, delivered on, on his promise that's so true. that's so, true. So, so yeah so so, so i'm if, anyway, if it's the best young qb it's Mahomes, obviously but i think most promising as in Hasn't quite gotten there yet. It's, it, it, I, I wouldn't go and go give it to Cody there. Give, give it to Cody. Clean it's a clean sweep. sweep. Yeah. What a performance for Cody. I yeah, mean, I only researched for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Luke didn't do any research, right, Luke? <laughs> What's that? You didn't do any research. I did a little bit, actually. Oh, you should have said no, you didn't. Yeah, you like, I know. I even researched both <laughs> Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers because I was just going to go encounter whoever he picked because I knew it was going to be Russ or Rodgers. So I, I came prepared. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, after I said Patrick Mahomes, I kind of, like, in my mind, I knew, I was like, oh, most promising. Like, he's already, you know, promising. So, like, yeah. 
I just, uh, but at at that point, like you know, I had to just roll with it. So yeah, it's okay, <laughs> so, Luke. There's always next week. Yeah. Oh, no, it won't be Luke next week. It'll be uh, yeah. Jay Z next week. Oh, so, I yep. see. Okay, it'll always be a couple, like a few weeks from now. Oh, no. champion, Look, you know? I know, I know. Cody got the clean sweep, and congratulations, sir. By the way, yes. Yeah. Um, I would like to change my answer for most promising. Nope, uh, you already lost. <laughs> no, no. no. I just want to. I just want to. Just throw it out there. Don't explain. Just throw I want to. I want. I want to say it's Joe Burrow because, like, what he's done in Cincinnati so far, like, he he's turned the Bengals like into a competitor. Like, yes, they're one five and one, but every single game they've lost has been a one score game, except for uh, the game where they played the Ravens, and that was bad. But you know, Ravens are a good football team, and so. Um, yeah, yeah, like Joe Joe, Joe Burrow's really like helped that offense significantly. Like the the Bengals can put up points, and yeah, Adam I, types in the chat. Cody yeah. still wins. Yeah, I, know I got, yeah, I got a two, I I got a two word rebuttal. I got a two word rebuttal. The Bungles. There you mm. go. That's that's enough yeah. for me, man. Yeah. At least yeah, he made yeah. them competitive. <laughs> well, hey, well, unlike you, um. So uh, who's yeah, doing the rant? Because Tauber's not here to rant, and someone has yeah, to do who's it. Fucking mad about something. Yeah, who who here's angry? I I mean I would, but you guys already heard mine. Yeah, Josh, I think I wasted all my rant energy on that. Yeah, listen to the emergency pod from the weekend if you want to hear Josh rant because it's very funny. We were laughing the entire time, so I saw yes, mostly at him, not not like you know, not because the rant was funny. We were laughing at him yeah, for I ranting. Think that big rant that he already had earlier this week might be the biggest rant that we could ever do. Like this week in general <laughs> i mean it's i'm sure it's hard to hear rant about penn state anyway so yeah yeah so i thought luke was luke are you doing are you doing a rant or did you just use it already on that question that you messed up anyway <laughs> well I'll, i can do another rant yeah go for it i mean yeah. i, I it's, try, it's try to redeem more not topper but luke's ranting yay i mean I talked about the Atlanta Falcons. Very, you know, as an Atlanta Falcons fan, very disappointed. But what I want to rant on about is the New York Jets. I mean, like, how is Adam Gaze still a head coach in the NFL? Like, my God, he makes Mike McCarthy look like a world class head coach. Like, oh my God, how is the Jets are so bad? They're so bad, and I feel for Aaron Darnold. That poor, poor man. Aaron Darnold. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Aaron Darnold again? <laughs> oh, my God. I just said Aaron Darnold. Rant over. That's it. Sorry, You're Sam Darnold. Darnold. Sam Darnold. All right, you, so you know what I'm, like, really mad about? I'm mad about this fucking rant. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, rant about the rant. I my yeah, it's fucking randy. Like, holy shit! Like, honestly, yeah, my, like, we need Tauber back. Tauber. My bad. I, uh, we pay yeah, way too much money. Screwed up there. All all week I was talking trash on Tauber. Like, we don't need him for a show. Turns we out we him. uh we need him. Yeah, we, we really like, need We pay the big bucks, Adam. We we don't uh we are cheap labor compared to him. Hey man, I'll be honest. I was yeah. cringing pretty hard at those transitions last time, but it's not the same, man. <laughs> I mean, it was just funny. Like, it was funny just to dunk on him for it. Yeah. That, yeah, because he was legit trying, and we were just constantly just windmill dunking on his head. Dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, we would never fire him. Speaking of fire, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did the same good. thing last week. I yeah. did the same thing last yeah. week. I'll uh, I'll take this, Luke, since uh, I think you've been benched. Um, 
We're going to do rapid fire real quick. We're going to run through the questions like normal. Uh, they're all just pick because that's kind of what this has turned into. So, um, Josh, I'll go to you first, then Luke, then Cody. Uh, Colts, Lions, who you got? Colts. I, I just don't trust the Lions to do anything. It, 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 I, I say Colts. Luke? Uh, I, too, am going to go with the Colts. The Lions shouldn't have won against the Falcons, and... Yeah, the Lions got lucky. Colts are going to beat them. Cody? They're both frauds, but I'm going to say the Lions pulled off just because Lions have a way of pulling off some bullshit to win somehow. So I'm going to go Lions because Matt Stafford is very good at football. Second game, Steelers-Ravens. Josh? Much much as I hate to say it, uh, the Steelers have been playing things too too close, and it's going to catch them at at this point. So I, I say Ravens by four. Luke? Yeah, I um, I hate to say it too, but like the Ravens are in Baltimore, you know, and the Steelers hardly ever beat them in Baltimore, so I'm going to go with the Ravens. Cody? I'm going to be biased and say the Steelers again because I was right when you guys were wrong last week. We saw it last year that the, the big defense was uh, putting the lockdown on Lamar Jackson throughout the game, bullying him. So I think they could, they could have to possibly do that again. You two buffoons, you know, trying to do the whole reverse jinx thing. Guess what? It's not going to work. I'm going Steelers because my reverse jinx is going to work. Mm-hmm. We're going game number three, Pats Bills. Josh, who you got? I, 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 no, I, I say Bills. I think Josh Allen gets back on track. And it's just sitting how bad the Patriots look this week. I just don't see them bounce back from that too, too quickly. Luke? Patriots are crap. Bills are definitely going to win. Cody? Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a close game regardless, but I think Josh Allen definitely rebounds and the Bills will win. I am also going to go Bills because Josh Allen looks good in shorts. Game number four. Wow, we, we did five. We're doing five this week, guys. Ooh. Niners Seahawks. Josh? Ooh. I, 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 mean, I mean, if this is anywhere near as good as, as, as the uh, last, as last week's NFC West game, I'm totally watching this, but I, I'm, I'm going to pick the Seahawks. I think it's going to be within a touchdown. Luke? Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo, a.k.a. the Italian Stallion, is not as good as Russell Wilson. The Seahawks are going to win this game. Cody? Well, I think this could be a very close game, but just because Seattle's at home, i got to go with uh, Seattle for this one. I am also going Seattle because, as Luke said, Russell Wilson's better than Jimmy G. Last game, my Philadelphia Eagles taking on Josh's dad's Dallas Cowboys, Josh. <laughs> the stretch there, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, both teams are bad for all hell and back, but I, I, but I think the Eagles still have, still have Carson Wentz, and that puts, and that alone puts them ahead at this point. I see Eagles, but it's, it's, it's going to be pretty close. Luke, uh, I say the Eagles as well. Cody, it's going to be ugly, ugly, ugly. Depending on who plays quarterback for the Cowboys, could could lean to a direction. I want to go Eagles, but at the same time, I'm going to go Please, but I just got to go with the Eagles against Carson Wentz. You know, he will still pull off something. I'm obviously going Eagles. Um, ben DiNucci will probably start for the Cowboys, and he was bad at Pitt in college. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Eagles, hopefully by a lot, but I'm sure it'll be by like three. So that was rapid fire this week, guys. No Tauber. I miss him. This is his favorite segment. No, actually, it's not. But he likes this segment a lot. 
uh, piss boy of the week. Josh, who you got? Oh, I said it last week. I'm going to keep saying it until until he's gone from uh, and, and, until he's dismissed from his position as head coach of the New York Jets. Adam Gase is going to be my piss boy of the week. I would like to go second before Cody tries to take mine because I think he might. I'm uh, going with really? the entire university, uh, Penn State University, because they are a bunch of frauds and they have a lot of scandals in their past. Luke. Well, oh, also, Dev, also Devin Ford fell. Devin Ford scored a touchdown when he should have uh, fallen down. That was cool. Luke, I wasn't going to say that, so good thing, Adam. <laughs> look at him. He's he's so sad now. Aww. <laughs> All right. So my piss boy of the week is. The Atlanta Falcons, I mean, we already know why. Specifically Todd Gurley, like, oh my gosh. That was just, that was sad. The Atlanta effect. Well, you know who, well, yeah, sorry, Adam. They they did exactly what Penn State did, and it was like the funniest thing, dude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Josh, what if that happened to the Steelers in the same weekend? You probably would have killed yourself. No, no, no. That was being. I expected the Steelers to lose last this weekend, so I was pleasantly like, surprised. It's like, yo, yo, what's my fashion. piss boy? What's my piss boy? Cody, what is it? <laughs> All right, so my piss boy goes out to the Dallas Cowboys coaching staff. Like, I say specifically the coaching staff because the team is battered. What, like, at this point, the coaching staff has got to inspire something in that team, and you can see they got nothing. But John Bosick knocked the fuck out of Andy Dahl. They were just sitting around them. They were lifeless. They had no game to him whatsoever. Like, Mike McCarthy has just been e- – like, what's the word? He's been sliding along with, like, ta- like high-end talent. He's been bailed up by on time for way too long. He's showing he can't actually coach a team when it, that he really needs them. Yeah, I can't argue with anything you said there. Kind of kind of crazy that, you know, John Bostick tries to kill their quarterback and they don't respond at all. That's Yeah, lifeless. They just they're checked out. They know yeah. it's over. It's not what you want. Um, well, this was certainly an episode of the Power Hour Boys. I uh I don't really know what to say. Uh Tom Brazil does this part. So um I believe Luke has something he wants to say. Yes, Adam and I started a movie podcast together. It's called the A&L Movie Cast. Our new episode is coming out soon. So uh, give it a listen. We talked about Everybody Wants Some. Fantastic movie. And we have, so funny. We have another one coming this Friday. It will be on the Royal Tenenbaums, which is also good. It's on Prime Video. Yep. You want to watch it before then. And uh, I'd also like to say that I apologize. I was not <laughs> on top of it this week. Uh, this was a bad episode for me. Uh, messed up the rant. Lost the <laughs> lost the duel of the buffoons. You know, uh, not a good week for me. So I apologize. I know Sam Darnold is the quarterback <laughs> for the New York Jets. So I know that Aaron Donald is the defensive tackle for the Los Angeles Rams. How does Again, that happen? Two I was kind of I I, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, was I think I had uh, I had something else, but I don't know what it was. I think I think it was. Was it uh, Twitch? Uh, yeah. I was gonna get to that yeah, in a second. Yeah. kind of left us. Talba kind of just ruined everything by not telling us he wasn't showing up until <laughs> legit like seven o five today. So that kind of 
put everything into flux, but we have one lesson to uh, plug. Cody, take it away. Yes, indeed. So I know eventually, you know, we may try these podcasts live, and if we ever do the live, we'll be live on twitch.tv slash solariumstar, S-O-L-A-R-I-U-M-S-T-A-R. So make sure to follow that if you want to eventually catch some of these live, live streams, you know, when we're doing this podcast live. We'll make sure to definitely put out advance notice somewhere whenever we do it. So, yeah. Yeah, we still don't have social media because I'm too lazy to take care of that. So if any of you guys want to do it. Yeah, well, yeah. Adam's my piss boy of the week now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I deleted it when we stopped doing it two years ago because I didn't think we'd ever bring it back. But we brought it back. So, um, well, Time we, to recreate it. Yeah. We might have another episode this week. I'm not sure. Uh, it depends on if Tyler's around or if Tobler wants to do something. I, I don't know. So, um, yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week at the latest and check out the Anon Movie Movie Cast. Right, Luke? Heck yeah, brother. Yeah, brother, let's go. Cool.